This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Evan Roberts Podcast. Fast Lane Instant Reaction. It's an instant reaction for me, even though you may be listening to this hours after Fast Lane ended. I went to the Nets game tonight. I got home from the Nets game. I watched the crazy ending of the Knicks Sixers game. And then I watched Fast Lane. And I didn't really skip anything. I basically watched the entire event. Uh, so it's an instant reaction for me because I just finished and I literally just watched the conclusion of the Roman Reigns-Daniel Bryan match. And look, they're going triple threat. And maybe that was obvious to, to you guys over the last few weeks. I wasn't entirely sure that was the route they were going to go. But I think it's clear with every aspect of the way they booked this main event tonight that they're going to go triple threat. And usually... I'm against it. Usually WrestleMania, to me, the best main event is a one-on-one match. And I'm thinking about it. I think the only non-one-on-one main events at WrestleMania, because to me, the Roman Reigns match is the main event at WrestleMania. I would not go Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley. More on that in a little bit. But you've got WrestleMania one tag team match, which you kind of have to throw out. You've got the the fatal four-way elimination match. At WrestleMania 2000, you got that one, which was stupid. It should have been Rock Triple H. You've got the triple threat match from 20 that we're not allowed to talk about, but maybe the greatest triple threat match of all time between Triple H, Chris Benoit, and Shawn Michaels. And then the one with the women from 35, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair. So we don't get it a lot, but I got to tell you, and maybe it's the way they book the main event, because the main event saved the the card. The card sucked. I mean, for the most part, Fastlane wasn't very good. It felt like complete filler. But like everything they've done over the last eight months, the best thing going for the WWE has been Roman Reigns. Every angle he's been in, the character that he has. And I thought this main event was outstanding. First of all, it was a great match. You know, Daniel Bryan is still a hell of a hell of a worker. Roman Reigns is this incredible heel. And it was perfect with Edge, especially the way he snapped at the end and started hitting everybody with a chair. So you've got Brian looking strong, even though he's been a mid-carter for the last year, because he got Roman Reigns to tap out. You've got Edge completely snapping. You still kept Roman strong, even though he politely tapped out, because Roman got the victory, and it took forever for Roman Reigns to top out, tap out. Brian looks strong. Edge is crazy. Roman's still the champion. And I think you've set up, actually, a very compelling triple threat match. I think the reason why triple threats usually don't work is they feel forced. I got to tell you, based on the way they book tonight, it doesn't feel forced. The, the only thing that's strange is how they were booking Daniel Bryan for the last year. You know, all of a sudden now, Daniel Bryan's in the main event. 
But if you can look past that and just remember he's Daniel Bryan, he's been in the main event. Oh, wait, that's another triple threat match. There you go. WrestleMania 30, Daniel Bryan, Batista, Randy Orton. Okay, there's another one. So Daniel will be in another triple threat main event. I mean, there's no doubt they're going to go triple threat. I don't know how long they want to drag it out with Mania only being in three weeks, but clearly that's the way to go. It was a hell of a match. Really good main event. Never thought they'd put the belt on Bryan, nor should they. Uh, It was a little absurd how long the first referee was knocked out. And I think one of the really appealing things about WrestleMania this year is that we don't know what the crowd thinks about a lot of characters. You know, they've done a great job with the Thunderdome. There's no doubt. But the Thunderdome is like a Brooklyn Nets game. It's piped in noise. And they are creating whatever they want it to be. So when the Thunderdome is chanting, you know, this is awesome, it's because somebody pressed a button. If they're booing Roman Reigns, it's because someone pressed a button. It's not true sound about what wrestling fans think. And so we have been, I guess, well over a year, a year and a month, between crowds at a wrestling event. Drew McIntyre has had a long run. Roman Reigns has had a heel turn. Edge, who got that one great moment, When he came back at the Royal Rumble, that was his big crowd reaction. Hasn't worked in front of a crowd, essentially, since he's come back. And now they've made him a tweener with just pummeling everybody with chairs. I got to tell you, when you look at what should be the main event of WrestleMania, I have no idea how the crowd's going to react to anybody. You would think Daniel Bryan is still a favorite. You would think Edge is still loved, even though they're looking and trying to show him as a desperate man who wants that one last championship run. And Roman Reigns is such an awesome badass, he may get cheered. So a part of what is going to make WrestleMania, even though the card doesn't look great, I'll be the first to admit it, but what's going to make WrestleMania special is that we haven't seen a pro wrestling event in front of a crowd in a long time. And in a lot of ways, it's more significant than even the NBA, the NFL, and Major League Baseball because we know how excited Yankee fans are going to be on opening day. We know how excited Met fans are going to be wrestling fans decide who they want to boo and who they want to cheer, especially over the last decade. So I got to tell you, I think they did a really good job with this main event of Fastlane. I think Roman's been the best character over the last eight months. They have saved Daniel Bryan and Edge is, you know, appealing because he's making his comeback. So I think they have themselves a hell of a main event and it's got to be the main event. And the main event of WrestleMania is the final match of the final night. And I'd be surprised if they didn't go with this because it's clearly the most appealing match going into WrestleMania. Drew McIntyre, and this is why I'm so curious when I talk about crowd reactions. I just get a sense the crowd would be crapping all over Drew McIntyre. He comes out tonight in this match with Sheamus that nobody cares about. I mean, nobody cares that they were friends. Great. Like they ever talked about them being friends until five weeks ago. He comes out in war paint. He already comes out with that dopey sword like he's a Disney character. I don't know, man. I I think the crowd is going to just destroy Drew McIntyre. I really do. But we'll find out. (laughs) I I will admit the McIntyre-Sheamus match wasn't bad. It was physical. It was violent. It was just predictable. And I believe as the weeks go by, Drew McIntyre becomes more of a caricature of himself. Now... Where they went with Drew for WrestleMania is very blah. Getting the belt off him with the Miz. Getting it to Bobby Lashley. 
giving Lashley his first WWE championship and putting them in a match at WrestleMania is just very blah. I got to tell you, it just seems like the WWE was looking for a way for McIntyre to have his moment in front of a crowd. He didn't get that last year, the empty arena WrestleMania, the empty gym WrestleMania. But that angle feels forced. I got nothing against Bobby Lashley. I'm glad he's getting a championship run. But look when they gave it to him. If they had any foresight, Bobby Lashley would have won the title five months ago. Build matters when you go to WrestleMania. And what kind of build has this actually had? That should main event Saturday night. It's weird having the two nights of WrestleMania. And what's even weirder is that this card is very thin. It's not a deep card. They could easily make WrestleMania a four-hour show as opposed to being like an eight-hour spectacle. But because the WWE is so desperate to have crowds, they said, let's have a two-night WrestleMania. Ask yourself this. Why is there a two-night WrestleMania? This is not the deepest roster in the world. You're not bringing back a lot of part-timers for this show. Cena's not going to wrestle. Lesnar's not going to wrestle. Taker's not going to wrestle. So what the hell do you need two nights for? What's the point? Uh, As far as the rest of the card is concerned, the women's tag team match was incredibly predictable. They're going down that old rabbit hole of Sasha Banks and Bianca, Bianca Belair. They're friends. They're battling for the tag championship. You knew there was going to be some kind of miscommunication that would lead to them being more heat going into their championship match at WrestleMania. So that was blah. The Apollo Crews thing is fascinating to me. You know, Big E defends the IC title. And out of nowhere, I turn on SmackDown the other night and I'm like, why is Apollo Crews talking with an accent? Why is he talking about himself as a Nigerian prince? And so I was fascinated. I, I... I really didn't know. You missed one episode of SmackDown. You're confused. So I went on the old Google, checked it out, and I saw that Apollo Crews, I guess, had faked an American accent for the last few years. That's what I got out of it. He's always been Nigerian. This is his real accent. But for the last few years, he's put on a fake accent with a smile because he thought that's what the crowd wanted. I think that's what they were telling us. I can't tell you I hate it. I just think it's weird. <laughs> That's really what it is. It's just, it's just strange. And the ending to this match was strange. The small package that Big E reversed. I mean, clearly they're going to keep this feud going, which, whatever. I mean, maybe Apollo's going to win the IC title at WrestleMania if it's even on the main show. Oh, yeah, it's got to be on the main show because they have two nights of WrestleMania. And then, clearly the worst part of the night was Braun Strowman against Shane McMahon. Oh, no. No, 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 no. We can't give that to you. They were teasing that on Raw. We're not giving it to you there. We'll give it to you at Fastlane. Oh, no, 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 we won't. And so Braun Strowman defeated Elias, and somebody in Titan Towers thinks we actually want to see Shane McMahon. And I don't get why. Shane McMahon's had plenty of good moments of the WWE. We all know the bumps he's taken. I'm sure he's got some kind of crazy bump plan for WrestleMania. yippity doo But does anybody give a crap about Braun Strowman against Shane McMahon? I mean, why? I think, well, I have an answer to the why. It's a rhetorical question. The why is they don't have a lot of star power for WrestleMania. Like I mentioned before, Lesnar's not wrestling. Cena's not wrestling. Taker's not wrestling. They couldn't give us the rock for that dream match against Roman Reigns. 
So they don't have as deep of a star-powered roster as they normally would. And so I guess they think Shane McMahon's a star. I don't know, man. I don't know. Look, here's what's going to happen. Shane is going to jump off something really high. We're all going to say, yeah, Shane's, you know, he's not great, but wow, we got to give him credit for that. And I'll give him credit for it. I just don't care about Braun Strowman against Shane McMahon. The Rollins-Nakamura match was really good. Predictable. They're headed towards Seth Rollins at WrestleMania against, uh, against what's his name? Oh, my God. Cesaro. Cesaro. I'm sorry. It's late. I love Cesaro. I'm just, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. It's been a long, long night. But, it, you know, it kind of stinks that Rollins is stuck in the mid card, but that's where he is. That was a good match, though. Rollins and Nakamura was a good match. And then you've got Alexa Bliss against Randy Orton, which we all knew where it was going. Again, for some reason, the WWE thinks we want to see the Fiend against Randy Orton again. Remember, they fought at WrestleMania a couple of years ago. Randy Orton won the WWE Championship. And so we need that rematch again. Had a long history between Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. I wasn't sure how they were going to do this Alexa Bliss-Randy Orton match. They did it with a lot of fire, a lot of uh, hoodwinks. And then The Fiend shows up, and he looks like a burn victim. He looked like the Yeti. Remember the Yeti from WCW? For some reason, when he popped out of the ring, I know he really doesn't look like the Yeti, because if you've never seen the Yeti from WCW, it's basically a mummy. Now, that's basically what the Yeti was. And and the big reaction everyone had about the Yeti was the way Tony Schiavone said his name. That's why I'm calling him the Yeti, or whatever he called it. But when we finally saw Bray Wyatt, the fiend, you know, looking like this just horrible paint job and this horrible mask, I smirked and thought of the Yeti. And that's not good. I think Bray Wyatt has jumped the shark. They had him disappear for a few months. He was burnt. I understand that. But so was Randy Orton, and he looks perfect. Randy Orton was supposedly burnt, and he's still this, you know, model-esque-looking guy. So it's not as if there's this consistency with, oh, he got burnt, he must look horrible. So, yeah, I guess we're going to get Randy Orton against The Fiend, Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania, yippity doo da. I think the real question is going to be, what kind of fakakta match are they going to have? Like, what's going to be the gimmick for Bray against Orton? Because it's not just going to be a match. Firefly Funhouse, like last year, though, that was great. One of my highlights of last year's odd WrestleMania was the John Cena Bray Wyatt thing. I don't know. I was into that. As much as I didn't like Undertaker AJ Styles, I very much liked the Bray Wyatt John Cena thing. But here we go. We got WrestleMania. It's all set. WrestleMania, what are we up to? WrestleMania 37? In Tampa, Florida, over two nights. I think we clearly have a triple threat main event, which was sort of made official with this fast lane event. By the way, speaking of fast lane, it wasn't that long ago, six years ago, when Roman Reigns took on Daniel Bryan. They were the main event six years ago. And think about how different everything is. Roman Reigns was being forced down our throats. He had just won the Royal Rumble. Nobody wanted to see him in the main event. And we were all pissed off that Daniel Bryan got eliminated way too early in the Royal Rumble. So the WWE says, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have Daniel Bryan challenge Roman Reigns. The crowd will be on Daniel Bryan's side. 
and this will somehow put Roman over. Like Daniel will give Roman Reigns the blessing, and that will cause the crowd to say, okay, now we can cheer for Roman Reigns. It didn't work. They did have a good match at Fastlane, but it didn't work. I think Brian ended up in some intercontinental match, and Roman fought Brock Lesnar, turned into a triple threat. Well, that's right. That's another match that was a triple threat. I don't know if I count that one, though. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Seth Rollins cashes in. I guess you do have to count that as a triple threat. So let's go over this again. Here are our triple threat main events at WrestleMania. We've got a fatal four-way match, not a triple threat, but a four-way elimination match at WrestleMania 2000. We've got the triple threat match between Benoit, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H at WrestleMania 20. We've got... WrestleMania 30, Daniel Bryan, Batista, Randy Orton. I guess WrestleMania 31, depending on how you want to define it, with Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and Rollins cashing in. And then the women at WrestleMania 35. And we'll get it again at WrestleMania 37. And I think it'll be a hell of a match. Now, what we all have to think about, and I'm going to give this some thought, who should win that match? You can make an argument for all three guys. You can make an argument for Roman defending, you could make an argument for Daniel Bryan getting one last, you know, championship run and certainly Edge rewarding him for winning the Royal Rumble. We'll have a WrestleMania preview. We'll also do the Mets Yankees bets that we do every year, me and Ernie Acosta. And I'm sure we'll have a baseball preview coming up on the Evan Roberts podcast. Carton and I, Monday through Friday, two o'clock. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Evan Roberts podcast.